0: Good morning, everyone. Nice to see you all. Uh, We're the Grothy family, for those of you who don't know us. This weekend, we continue our celebration of the Christian season of Advent. Advent is a word that means coming or visit. In the season of Advent, we prepare for the advent of Christ, the coming of Christ at Christmas. This morning we continue to light the Advent candles as we move towards Christmas and the birth of Christ, Holy God made flesh. As we light these candles, we continue our journey to Christmas in anticipation of his birth and in anticipation of the day when Christ will return and bring his ultimate everlasting joy for all eternity. Today we relight the candles of hope and love. Now we light the candle of joy, and as we do, we remember. We remember that Christ alone is our ultimate source of hope, love, and unimaginable and everlasting joy. We remember God's promise to Israel of a Messiah who will judge evil, make all sorrow and sadness cease, and bring His everlasting joy forever. We remember our need for a Savior who will save us from our sin and that Christ's birth is good news of great joy for all people because it is news of that promised Savior.
1: The Gospel of Luke says, And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before
0: them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened.
1: But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which
0: will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Let's pray. Dear Lord, dear Jesus, we thank you for the promise that was fulfilled through the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, and what that means for all of us here um, in this room, but also for all believers around the world and non-believers. Thank you for that great gift that you gave us, the gift of salvation. Help us to see your glory in our lives during this Christmas season and also all year, and help us also to show, to model that um, that glory um, to those around
2: us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. My name is Forrest. I'm one of the elders here, um, and I'm going to do two announcements today. So there are lots of places to get information about what's going on. Uh it's it's all over the place. You can go to the website, there's a paper bulletin, we've got some screens out there. So um, please don't assume these are the only announcements. There's a lot more. Um so the first announcement is uh, uh parents with with kids. Um you, you you've probably noticed that your kids have come back singing some Christmas songs after going down uh during the service here. So we're working on uh Kids Christmas Choir for Christmas Eve, and there's going to be a an extra um, special uh, practice for that on the 22nd from 5:30 to 6:30. There's going to be food there for adults and parents, uh, adults and kids, so you can kind of make that your meal time, and it'll be a it'll be a fun practice for the Christmas Choir. Um, and then also uh, Christmas Eve service, we're just having one service uh, at 9:30. The kids choir will be that's the service we're doing the kids choir at. So if your kids are in the choir, <laughs> make sure to come, um, and that'll be the only service we're having that day. So Um, And then, uh, we've got a very exciting announcement from the search team.
0: So, um, I've been on the search team for the past, well, six months, really, I guess, and I've given you a couple of announcements as we've gone through, and it's time for another one as we're nearing the end of the year. I just want to recap a couple of things uh, just to kind of review the process. You know, we, we spent a lot of time putting together resumes and information sheets that everyone we looked at, we went through the same process with. They filled out, re- filled out that information. We reviewed it, resulting in, as I've said before, several hundred cumulative hours, I, I would very easily guess, of, re- of time amongst all of us put into these people. That's not even counting the elders who put in their own time. We posted the resume live on July 20th and we started, re- or sorry, the job posting was lit, put out on the 20th. And then from there, we started getting applications pretty quickly and that whole process began. Um, before I turn it over to Scott, a couple, I do want to say a couple more things, one more thing, which was, um, it's been an honor to serve on the search team. Um, to be a part of this process, really something I have been grateful for. And one of the things I've been grateful for is the opportunity, you know, we all, we're a relatively small church. We all know our elders or in deacons, at least to a little extent, sometimes a little bit more. But I've been able to see this process up close and see how much time and prayer they have put in to every step of this, including these kind of later steps. And... um And I've been very thankful for that, and I really appreciate everything you guys have done.
3: So with that, I'm going to now turn it over to you. Well, thank you, Um, Scott, one of the others here. Um, Like you said, it's been a long process, but it's been a very good process. So first and foremost, I want to thank the Lord, right? Praise be to Him. Secondly, I want to... Those that are on that search team just to stand up because you are worthy as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, these tears are exciting tears, man, I'm telling you, because today it's my honor as an elder to bring to you a candidate, Pastor Stephen Boyer. And he's from Faith Community Church down in Red Oak, Iowa. He and his wife, Jenny, have three kids, nine, six, and three. Um, He's serving there currently as an associate pastor, and um, it's been a blast getting to know him. Um, Every time I talk with him and have conversations, I'm so excited to be able to have an opportunity to possibly work with him here as he leads and teaches us. So um, you're going to receive more information here in the weeks to come. Um, there'll be a bio will be putting out, and you'll be able to dig in. Hopefully, you can talk to some of the search team people, talk to an elder, get some more information. Um, January 26th, 27th, and 28th, we will have a candidate weekend. It'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it'll be an opportunity for you to meet him and his family one-on-one. There'll be different opportunities for that. He'll teach on Sunday, and then um, there'll be a vote to follow because this is your church right? So, I wanted to do a cartwheel up here, because that's how excited I really was. I could even do a roundup. I know I could. (laughs) Well, let's just pray, and um, we'll go from there. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for this season. Uh, As we heard, it's joyful, yet we anticipate the day of Christmas. Father, I ask that this church family would anticipate and be excited about the teaching pastor of WCC, who's who's out there right now waiting to come and to be voted upon, I I pray that they would have a heart's desire to be led by another individual. Father, um, I know that change is always tough, but it's your plan that you brought this guy forward, and he stood above the rest. And he was called by you. So we ask a blessing upon him in his time of transition as well. Um, Father, may we be changed. May we be lights. And may we we be expecting in the days to come. We pray these things in your son, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.
2: All right. Um, So the kids can be dismissed now. uh, Heading on down. You've noticed we haven't done a, a lot with the kids up front uh, the last few weeks because they've been going down and, and, and doing music. So um, there we go. And then the uh, ushers can, can come on forward and we'll, we'll do our offering. All right, let's pray. Lord God, um, exciting times. There's, there's nothing more exciting than to see you moving see you uh, to see you <laughs> changing hearts, preparing the way um, and I just pray that we would all feel that excitement and that joy of seeing you move and you work. We want to pray for our congregation a special focus on on the kids and the 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 youth group today. We pray that you would be um, speaking to those kids' hearts in a new way as they' as they're kind of ex- coming to that time in their life when they're exploring the world and they're starting to see all of the options and they're starting to understand what it means uh, to truly follow you, I pray that they would see you clearly and understand how good you are and that we would just see youth alive and and ready to serve you in any possible way lord we pray for this offering uh we we know that you will use it for your good and we pray for the rest of the service that it would be honoring to you and that our hearts would be closer to you lord after we, we spend some time in your word we pray this in your name
1: so exciting news huh yeah Amen. Let the offering get going here a little bit. Um, you will receive, hopefully next Sunday, you'll receive in your bulletin, you'll receive a short bio of, of Stephen. And you'll be able to go online and listen to sermons and, and different things like that. also, hopefully on the back side of that, you'll have a, a, a general outline of what that candidate weekend looks like so that you can start planning now to make sure that you have, there'll be extra times to get to know this this couple. And so I really encourage you to take a, a part in that. So that'll be a wonderful time together. Well, um, this morning, uh, let us see, there was a couple of announcements I want to make before I start preaching. Um, the first one is, uh, just a reminder again, in your bulletin, you'll see that little shopping list. That is a real blessing to our pantry minister. So if you take that out and you put that in your purse or you put it in your wallet or whatever, and when you go to uh, one of the grocery stores in town here and you pull that out, here are some things that will really help them restock their shelves. I just heard this week uh, that this Wednesday is another pantry day. And um, there's another family of seven that's coming in that needs help. And usually what happens is when a new family comes in, we assume that their cupboards are a little bare. And so usually we do a double portion uh, during that to kind of restock the shelves for them kind of thing. So, um, so pull, make sure to pull that out. And uh, Forrest said this also, um, monitors are a part of our lives They're tools. They're tools that we use. Um, We're very thankful when we go to the airport and we see that monitor. Or if you've been in this situation before, you're in the hospital waiting room. And you're looking at this monitor religiously because your loved one has a number attached to them. And you're waiting to see them come through surgery and watching the progress that's happening there. So that's what monitors are. So we're hoping to put a couple of those monitors up in our in our lobby to help us know about the announcements um, throughout the, the service, and especially when we're in the lobby area. They're also a help in the sense that we use that area uh, sometimes for overflow and sometimes for like men's breakfast and to be able to have those monitors usable uh, for teaching purposes. So that's why those monitors are going up out there. Okay, this is going to be a a different type of a sermon this morning. Um, And I always feel like I have to always give like a whole bunch of qualifications. Um, But there's a song in the air. There's a song in the air. As we did this morning, we sang a lot of Christmas carols, didn't we? And part of Christmas is song. Where do we get that from? Well, very easily, we go to the scriptures And Mary, when she's with Elizabeth, she sings a song, the Magnifica. And it starts off this way. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit is rejoiced in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon the humble state of his slave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me. Then holy is his name. Then if you go down a little farther in the Luke passage in chapter 1, Zechariah gets his voice back after not having his voice for nine months. And you can imagine this prophecy that comes out of his mouth may have had a sing-song part of it or, or at least a shout because he got his voice back. And he starts off his in verse 68 of chapter 1. Blessed is be the Lord God of Israel to grant us that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And, of course, then we read together, we read the the prophecy that Simeon gave when Jesus came in as a baby and they were fulfilling the, the law that was needed, and he spoke, but probably the greatest one of song is in chapter 2 uh, starting in verse 13 where we hear the angels sing when it says and suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased so singing is a big part of Christmas. But it's also a big part of Christmas that has been hijacked. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I like alliteration. So I call them the red songs. Okay. They're associated with somebody who wears a lot of red around this time of year. Yeah, we won't go there. Okay. But the red songs, there's the red songs. Then there's the relax songs. The relax songs. It kind of gets you in the mood. Kind of of like the atmosphere, the externals, you know, kind of thing about Christmas. And then there's the religious songs, the religious songs. Now, what I'm going to do next is for um, demonstration purposes only. I always feel like I have to say that. Because I want want to lead you in some of these relaxed songs of Christmas. Okay? And the only way this illustration really works is if you get into it. Okay? Now I'm gonna land the plane. I will land the plane on the religious songs. But you have to really get into it to realize what the difference is between the red songs, the relaxed songs, and the religious songs. When I was thinking about this, I it it took me back. Well, it took me back to Veggie Tales, silly songs with Larry, you know. And so, so this is Sing Along with Pastor Adam. It also brought me back to my very first church. And I've told you before, I grew up in a very legalistic church with a lot of rules, a lot of rules. And, one, and a lot of them dealt around uh, alcohol. It was very taboo, very taboo. And I, I don't know what I was doing, but I made up this skit where I got two shopping carts from the grocery store. And one person came down the aisle with one shopping cart that had kind of like groceries in it. And I was coming down the other aisle with the other shopping cart and I had an empty alcoholic beverage box. It was empty. I think it was like Corona. I don't even know these words. Corona. Is it Corona? Yeah. I'm looking at one of our elders. Is it Corona? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't, back then, we didn't have IUDs, you know, those things out that hit the paddles, you know. We just had smelling salts. So as people saw that, they were fainting. No, not exactly, not exactly. So so it may feel a little funny this morning, but for demonstration purposes only, I want to lead you in some of these relaxed songs. So here's one. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Oh, you start to feel it? Start to feel it? I'll be home for Christmas, you can count on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the trees. Somebody's thinking Bing Crosby. Christmas Eve, you'll find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dreams. I know, you're thinking Bing Crosby, you're thinking Perry Como, Tony Bennett. Here's another great one. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, ring-a-ling, hear them ring, ting-a-ling, soon it will be Christmas Day. Look at the atmosphere. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. What are the children doing? Children laughing. People passing, meeting smile after smile And on every street corner, you'll hear No, we're not going any further than that one. I should have said, those that are watching online, this is not typical music that we sing at WCC. Hold in there, hold in there. Slave I ring, are you listening? In the lane, the snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird. Here to stay is the new bird. He sings a love song while we go along. What are we doing? Walking in a winter wonderland. Okay, so so usually, usually at this point, Stephanie is going. How many are these? Are you going to do? That's usually what she's... Okay, just one more. Just one more. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, with every Christmas card I write. May your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases be white. Okay, are you in the mood? You're there. You're relaxed, aren't you? Oh, man, that was so nice. So the reason to doing that is because now we're going to go into religious songs, and I want you to see there is a tremendous difference. There's a tremendous difference when we come to the religious songs of the season. You're still going to help me here, okay? Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its word. A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. What do we do on? Fall on our knees, O oh, hear the angel voices, Oh, night, Divine, O oh night, when Christ was born, Oh night, Oh holy night, O oh night divine. Do you notice the very first thing is that the focus is not on you? Do you notice that? The focus is on Christ. And the second thing is, uh, each one of these, uh, we'll sing. I'll have something underlined under it. And this one, long lay the world in sin and error pining. Here's a second. I, I put down Houston. We have a problem. We have a problem. In, in the Christmas carols, in the Christ- religious Christmas carols, in those Christmas carols, we realize that, wait a minute, the world is not right. There is a problem in sin and error. The world in sin and error pining. There's a problem in our world that needs to be solved. We don't get those through the relaxed or the red songs of Christmas. You only find this message in the religious songs of Christmas. And then it goes deeper than that. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. For Jesus Christ, our Savior, was born upon this day. Look at this. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. See, Houston, not only do we have a problem The world is in sin and error, pining. But now the Christmas carol introduces us to the adversary. Introduces us to the adversary, Satan. And not only to the adversary, but to our allegiance to him. Our allegiance, when we have gone astray. Well, if we've gone astray, then who are we with? We are with him. Oh, man. Wait a minute. Keep singing. Hark the herald and angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Every time you sing a Christmas carol, religious Christmas carol, and you get to that word king, I mean, you got to go, King! You got to say it that way. But, okay, so Houston, we have a problem. This world and sin and error pining. Then we get introduced to the adversary. And not only the adversary, the Satan, but also our allegiance to him. But then we get introduced to the unfolding plan of God's solution of reconciliation. Because you'll notice there that said, God and sinners reconcile. There is a plan to reconcile God and sinners. And so it's the unfolding of God's solution for that reconciliation. So we get to another song. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Now we realize that the, the reconciliation between God and sinners is, is embodied in the baby Jesus, in the, in the child that was born. We realize that. But now we realize the hopes and fears of all the years that this moment and time has a huge backstory, that we're not just focused on the manger scene we're not just focused on the uh, uh mary and joseph and and that that there's a tremendous backstory that comes for all of time for all of the years to be looking forward to this happening that has come has come has come. so you might ask What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch are keeping. Another verse, while I see in such mean estate where ox and ass are feeding. Good Christians fear for sinners here. The silent word is pleading. This, this is Christ the King. Whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste will bring him law. The babe, the son of Mary. See, Houston, we have a problem. Our world is is in sin and error pining. Um, There's an adversary, Satan, and we've aligned with him. But God's got a solution. Uh, He's got a solution of reconciliation through this one that was sent, his son, Jesus Christ. And that one has quite a backstory for all of the years. All of our hopes of all the years are rested upon him. But in this one, we see good Christians fear. Now that word fear, remember, is reverence. They, they revere, they're in awe. Christians are in awe. For sinners here, for sinners here, the silent word is pleading. Here's the next thing the Christmas carols do. The silent word. I mean, we're still thinking of Jesus in the manger and he's quiet and he's not speaking, you know, audible, you know, words yet to be heard. But even in that state, the silent word is pleading. So the baby is already giving an invitation to the world. An invitation to sinners to come. To come and see him for who he is. Who he is. Um, third verse of Noel. Then let us all with one accord sing praises to our heavenly Lord, that hath made heaven and earth of naught, and with his blood mankind hath bought. no well, oh know well. Noel, Noel, born is the King of Israel. As Carol gives us a little more story about some more of the backstory uh, about this babe in a manger. Wait, this babe in the manger was, has made heaven and earth from naught. And also, this babe in the manger, then it takes us forward that his blood. His blood would be the blood that was shed for sins. He would pay the price so that you could have salvation. You don't see it yet because he's still in the manger, but you realize that the baby in the manger is also, laid in a manger is also going to be the one that's laid on a cross. And he's going to shed his very blood for you. You won't find that in the Red Songs. You won't find that in the Relax Songs. You only know place you'll find that? is in the religious, in the religious song. So this baby was, not only was, in the past, created heaven and earth, but he is, in the future, the solution. He is the solution. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure life. Radiant beams from thy holy face With the dawn of redeeming grace Jesus, Lord, at thy birth Jesus, Lord, at thy birth Houston, we have a problem. Our world is in sin and pining. We have an adversary. We've aligned with that adversary that God's got a solution, a plan of reconciliation that comes through his own son that he gave and and this son has quite a backstory and this son, even from that position, is calling out to sinners he's calling he's giving an invitation to them. We realize that he was, and he is the solution for our reconciliation with God. and here in this one. With the dawn of redeeming grace, he brings the grace of God. So grace has come. Grace has come. Lots of times when I look at grace, I like to look at the three. So I like to look at justice. Justice is I get what I deserve. Mercy is I get something else, and it's usually something else to enjoy. And then grace is, I get something I don't deserve. So justice, justice, um, you're, you're speeding. And the police officer pulls you over. And justice is, you get a what? Ticket. You sound like you've done that before. But um, mercy, mercy is, you've been speeding, Larry. You've been speeding. Oh, the officer pulls you over. But he says, young man, (laughs) and he doesn't give you a ticket. What's he give you? A warning, a warning. Yeah, and you drive away just enjoying. Oh, I got off. Grace is you've been speeding, Josiah. You got a ticket. But you go to the courthouse to pay the ticket and you get there and the person behind the desk says, Somebody has paid for your ticket, not only paid for the ticket, but taken the points off your, and they have assumed all responsibility of what has happened. And you go, whoa, okay, that's something I don't deserve. I get something I don't deserve. God is all of those. God is all three of those. God is just. God tells us what is in his scripture, what is right and wrong. And, and he is the just judge. There will be a day of judgment, the sheep and the goats that he's a just judge. He's also a God of mercy, and he has created a beautiful world that we live in. He's put us in, in family units. He's allowed us to have love for one another. He's allowed all these beautiful things that we have been able to enjoy. Mercy. But he's also a God of grace. He's one who has provided something that you cannot provide yourself. And that's his very son to die on the cross for your sins. You believe in him, you receive eternal life. Third verse said, Oh, come all ye faithful. Yea, Lord, we greet thee. Born this happy morning, Jesus to thee be all glory. Give. Word of the Father now in flesh appearing. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. I threw this one in there because Word of the Father now in flesh appearing so we just don't believe he's just a babe in the manger and 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 that he did go to the cross and he went to the grave but we believe that the one in the manger is god himself god has come the baby is god he is emmanuel and i can't get away from galatians because we've been going through galatians um but just back to that simple proclamation of the gospel in Galatians 1, 3 through 5. It says, Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Yes. We believe that the one who has come is God himself. One last one here. Angels from the realms of glory, wing your flight o'er all the earth. Ye who sang creation's story, now proclaim Messiah's birth. Go to the next verse. Oh, well, let me say something before we sing that second verse. Because I, like I like this Christmas carol because it uses alliteration. If you look at the whole Christmas carol, that was verse 1, angels. But then he'll do, he'll do a verse that says uh, sages, and then he'll do shepherds, and then he'll do saints. And one that's usually not in the hymnal is this one on sinners. So you can see the S-S-S-S-S kind of thing. But this one's usually not in our hymnals that we sing. But it says, sinners wrung with true repentance, doomed for guilt to endless pains. Justice now revokes the sentence, mercy calls you, break your chains. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King. There it is again. So Houston, we have a problem, a world in sin and error pining. It, it, there's an adversary, and, and we've drawn an allegiance to him. But God's got a solution for reconciliation. A solution comes through the babe in the manger. The babe in the manger has quite a backstory, quite a backstory. The babe even in the manger is calling out in an invitation to sinners. We realize he was And he is the solution. Through him, we see God's grace. We see his grace. And we also realize that the one in the manger is God. And then this last one, I I underline, justice now revokes the sentence. Mercy calls you, break your chain. I broke it down this way. The cross, the cross is revokes the sentence. What Jesus did on the cross, revokes the sentence. Takes the curse that is upon us. Second one, uh, mercy calls you the call. There's a call out to you. You'll know this passage come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There's a call that is given out in the Christmas carols. And then the last is the command. He says, break your chains. There's the command, and you'll remember this from the Gospels, when the woman is caught in adultery. And at the very end, what does Jesus say? Go and sin no more. That we have the opportunity to live changed lives now because of the one that was laid in a manger, laid on a cross, laid in a tomb, rose from the grave on the third day, ascended into heaven, and is what? Coming again. I hope that helps you this morning to realize that there is a huge difference between the red songs, the relaxed songs, and then the religious songs that tell the true meaning of Christmas. So I encourage you all the more, Aaron, come on up. Uh, I encourage you all the more to sing the religious songs of Christmas And get the focus off of yourself and the snowflakes. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. You know, and put it back on Jesus Christ. Put it back on him this Christmas time. Okay? Would you stand with me? I'm going to say a closing prayer and Aaron's going to lead us in a final song. So Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the opportunity to do all this singing and to realize that in the singing of these religious songs, there's the story, the events. Not only the events, but why you came. That there is a huge message that is to be proclaimed through these songs. A message of redemption. A message of, a, of one who would go and pay the price for our sins. Um, and so, Lord Jesus, um, may we just be... Uh, like christian's fear may we be just in awe in reverence lord of of who you are and why you came so lord i pray that this has will help us as a body of believers have a better focus this time of this year we ask this in your precious and holy name amen amen let's sing to him
3: so uh heavenly father just Over the next week, um, help us to really remember what we're celebrating. It's so easy to get distracted. But this amazing gift, the greatest gift um, that we need, your mercy and grace every day, Lord. So just help us to reflect on that. Help us to enjoy your gifts of mercy and your gifts of grace during this holiday season. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are and what you've done. In your name we pray, amen. Have a great week.